0: This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Miami Buffalo game. I'm just going to say this Gordon, not to belabor the point for your team, but you look at the weapons you have offensively, it's just it is it's got to be killing you that you can't put a quarterback out there that could really maneuver those weapons. Tyreek Hill I mean, uh, you know, uh, it just yeah. it's, 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 it drives you nuts. It's got to yeah, drive absolutely. you nuts.
0: Yeah, uh, and look, uh, if they had had Tua, uh, I still think they'd probably lose the game. But at least then you get to see where you measure up, right? Yeah. It's almost like they 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 made the playoffs, but it doesn't even matter that they made the playoffs because the team is not going to be the team that you are, you know, expecting to see. So it's uh, it's very demoralizing. There's no chance they're going to win the game, uh, and it's really uh, it's. It's, it's kind of ruined what's a, a great weekend of football, at least for that game, because that game is not going to be competitive.
1: No, doesn't, doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. And then, of course, it's a game we've been talking about a lot here. It is the New York football Giants against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I like the Giants in this one, Gordon. Just I'm, I'm with everybody else. <laughs> I like the Giants in this one. We're all going down with the ship, right? We all There's are. There's no
0: boat trips this year, but we're all <laughs> on the same boat in, in terms of the Giants. It seems like everybody's picking the Giants to win this game. Nobody. And, and part of it is because of the Giants, but also part of it is the Vikings. I just don't think anybody really truly believes in them. We just saw them play them uh, a month ago, so um, or less than a month ago. So, yeah, Giants, absolutely. They uh, they got the right matchup. Now they got to go out and actually do it.
1: Yeah, no question about it. We got the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. And, Gordon, this was going to be – I was looking forward to this game as well, but now, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson says, my yep. name still bothering me. I'm not playing. I mean, Gordon, gosh, that hurts his team, but does that hurt his chances to get money? Because from, from an availability standpoint, he's going the opposite way here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could. Um, I don't think it will be as big a blowout as the Dolphins and Bills game is. Uh, I have more confidence in the Ravens coaching staff trying to figure out a way. You know, they obviously know the Bengals very well. They know Joe Burrow pretty well. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely it, – we all yell and scream, right, about the quarterback roughing the quarterback and little hits here and there. But you see what happens when you get to the playoffs and the quarterbacks aren't there for those two I mean, those two games, which would be – Compelling games if the starting quarterbacks were in there. Uh now it's it's kind of hard to envision a way that the Ravens are gonna be able to go into Cincinnati and get a win.
1: Yeah, I agree with him I agree. Uh Tyler Huntley, first postseason start? Uh I don't know about that, Gordon. I'm not I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh now look, would it
0: would it stun me that the Ravens figure out a way to do that? Um I guess it wouldn't stun me, but that's mostly because if I was going to be stunned this weekend, it would be the Dolphins win. You know that mm-hmm. would that would be stunning. That would I, I really do mean it. Like that would be the great that would be the miracle on ice in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> there's no way that they're going to win the game. So, um, you know, at least the Ravens and and the, the the Bengals. I have more faith in the the Ravens coaching staff being able to figure out a way to keep it close.
1: Well, it's going to hang on the defense, Gordon. The defense has got to keep them in the game. They're not going to score a lot. You don't expect they'll score a lot. So, you know, that that typical Baltimore Ravens physical defense that they love to play, that's that's the only way you're going to hang your hat on the possibility of a chance to win this game without without Lamar Jackson at the quarterback spot.
0: Yeah, and the Bengals have been just rolling, you know, so well here. Joe Burrow, you know, put himself into at least the, the conversation uh, for MVP so we'll see. I mean, it, it, they, they, they played week 18. They'll play again this week. And uh, we'll see what uh, the Ravens are able to cook up in terms of the game plan.
1: And then there's Monday night. It's a game on ESPN. It is the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Gordon, and <laughs> all the pressures on Dallas. It's amazing. All the pressure's on Dallas in this game. I mean, they have—they never beat Tom Brady. They have to beat them. This is a, this is a gotta make the post, gotta make the Super Bowl a bust team for Dallas. It
0: does kind of feel that way. Yeah, uh, it's a big game for for Dak Prescott. He's got to silence some some. I don't even know if it's whispers anymore. I think it's just full out yelling and screaming at this point. Uh, and I don't feel very confident. that Dallas, you know, Tom Brady at home, an underdog at home.
1: Hmm. I know and he hasn't played listen we know he hasn't played great no, this year no he hasn't
0: played well but this is you know this is the way the format works out the fact that they won that terrible division they get the home game even though over the course of the season they weren't the better team mm-hmm. but they get the home game and you could you could would it be really that odd if Brady and the Bucks all of a sudden start figuring things out and, you know get a playoff win here and then all of a sudden start you know, getting deeper into the I, – I can't take it. I'm, I, am, I am rooting for the Cowboys this week. I want Tom Brady out.
1: You want him done, right?
0: I want him done. I want him removed from the conversation, Larry. <laughs> Go Cowboys.
1: Go How Cowboys. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah, that's Wild Card Weekend. I hope you guys will enjoy it. I will be on Sunday night so we can kind of review the weekend. Gordon to be on Saturday so you can get a feeling of the early games. And then I'll be on Sunday following the Rangers. And, uh, you know, we'll have a chance to recap. And who knows? By then, the Jets may have a new head coach, the way things are going. <laughs> no. no, They've made their changes. Okay.
0: They've made play their along. changes, right? But like if, 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 if they were going to fire the coach, then the coach wouldn't, uh, wouldn't have agreed to get rid of the, the, the offensive coordinator. He would have went down with the ship, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, you would think so. Why? Are you
1: hearing things? No, not at all. I'm, okay. just, I'm just, you know, listen. I'm, uh, you never know what happens down there. That's all yeah, I'm saying. It
0: is it is a wild thing. You just never know.
1: Scene. You never ever know what goes on at one jet's drive. And listen, and look, I understand I you you're gotta make changes. A coach, no, I don't think so. But either.
0: one of the things is is that, you know, this off season you have two established head coaches that are out there.
1: I know. It's tempting.
0: And you might not get that chance. Again, I don't know who's gonna be available if we're all saying next year is a playoff mandate.
1: Mm-hmm. And if and you say is. the
0: giant if you say the Jets don't make the playoffs next year and you're going head coach shopping, I would think you're going to say we got to get somebody who's an established head, an established offensive head coach. Absolutely. And that guy might not be available next year.
1: I know. I know. It's a tough situation for them. It is because let's be fair, Gordon, they have improved. Yeah, they've improved I mean, on the salary.
0: That's the easy part. To improve from where they've been, Larry. Mm-hmm. That's the easy part. The Joe Douglas is not going to have two picks in the top ten every single year, three first round picks every single year. They're going to be picking much more like that first year where they were picking eleventh. Mm-hmm. Yep, that didn't
1: go so well. It did not. But then, but then if that's the case, Gordon, then if I'm an established coach, why am I even thinking about coming here?
0: Well, I mean, the, I mean, I don't. You don't make not, the playoffs. I don't next even year, know who the
1: quarterback is. No. <laughs> what are you going to tell me? I, I, I'm i okay. I'm, I'm all right. I'm i I'm Sean Payton. Sean, we want you to come and coach the team. All right. Well, <laughs> okay. Who's my quarterback? Uh, well, we, well, okay. Here, here's my list of demands. <laughs> this is what I want. I mean, honestly, Gord, we, we talk about this with trades with all due respect to, to, you are laboring at the most important position in the sport. And you haven't gotten it right in forever. In forever. And so now you're trying to get another, hypothetically, and I don't think Salah's going to be fired. You're right. But hypothetically, you're trying to get, you want an improvement at the coach. You want a veteran coach who's got playoff slash Super Bowl experience. Why would he come here?
0: Well, I think what he, why he would come here is that you're just going to turn over the reins to him, and he's going to get to do whatever he wants. Uh, so if it's if he wants, you know, Joe Douglas to be his GM, uh, great. But he's going to be taking orders from from you know. I know the, the 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 setup they have is that both of them answer to the to the owner. If you're going to go out and get that guy, and he's going to come in here and try to save you from yourself, I think you'd have to be willing to just say you're running the show, and and what you say goes.
1: Well, you should. I mean, you did yeah. that for Adam Gase. <laughs> I mean, you put it, you put Adam Gase in control. Yes, you did. Yes, you. I did. mean, he brought it. He brought in Joe Douglas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, if if you would do that for Adam Gase, clearly you should do that for Sean Payton. But that this is the other, this is the other owner that did that. This is not the same owner who gave Adam Gase complete power. This is the other side of the ledger, and yeah. I don't know that Woody would do that. I don't know.
0: Well, if you want to save your, it, it, it's clear that you can't identify who you need to hire they've tried all different ways of hiring the right guy and it's always been
1: wrong yeah they even asked for help
0: <laughs> so maybe maybe you got to go out and, and say you know what i gotta bottom line this i i gotta i gotta get someone i know for sure can do the job no questions no good coordinator good play call no none of that i need somebody who i know for sure and i'm gonna pay whatever it costs to get that done
1: I think and it's the, good. I,
0: now. I don't know that they're going to take that approach, but that would be the approach I would think.
1: And it's got to be an offensive guy for you. Uh, this, oh it's got to be an offensive.
0: Guy. Oh, you have to pick an offensive guy. And I think, much like with the quarterback, I think you have to get somebody who's got a track record. Yeah, I think you got to get somebody who's established. Yeah, you can't be taking any more first-year head coaches. Yeah, you know, stop. I think with the Jets, they keep looking at what the ceiling can be, right? Well, you know, Robert Sala—he was this as a defensive coordinator, but as a head coach, he's going to be that. Zach Wilson, yeah, he only had the one big year, but his his skill that that tells you what the ceiling is going to be. I think that they have to look for something that has a little bit of a safer floor, Mm -hmm. and and somebody who has actual—who walks in with a track record and a resume of actual success. Because, they, I mean, when you keep taking rookie head coaches and you put them in a very difficult situation, they don't know what they're walking into. Yeah. If you get somebody who has got a track record, at least they can have an idea of what they're walking into. And, you know, for all the talk here the last day or so about the offensive coordinator, the most important thing is the quarterback. Yeah, whoever absolutely. they get as the quarterback, that's the key. Because the the whoever that is, they're going to be an established player who it's not going to be that the, the, the offensive coordinator has to, uh, you know, Craft them into this this starting quarterback, starting caliber quarterback. They'll already be that when they get here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think the Jets have fallen into what a lot of teams have done in the National Football League. Who's the hot coordinator? Yes. Who's the hot young yes. guy? Yep. Okay, that's who we want. We want the hot young guy because, in theory, Gordon, here's what they're thinking: We want the hot young guy because. We want them to grow. We're tired of firing coaches. We want to have some continuity eventually. That's what we want to do. So if we have the hot young coordinator, they grow together with the team. I mean, once again, on paper, it's logical. It's logical. But once again, you know, you've done that for what? Mangini was the hot young coordinator. Mm -hmm. All right. Rex wasn't mm-hmm. young, but he was the hot coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd Bowles was the hot coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Adam Gase was the hot coordinator, but he was the head coach. Oh, he super. was the, he the was, hot he coordinator. He was the he hot was the coordinator coach. before he got to Miami. Yeah,
0: that one was that one we could have all called at the time. You know, wow, well, You know, what, what are they thinking here?
1: Yeah, and so they, they f- fell in love with what everybody else has done around the league. And, you know, sometimes it, sometimes you can't follow the group. Sometimes you, gotta, you have to know your situation. And you have to take a, a different road sometimes. You can't follow the same road everybody else is doing. Yeah, they, gotta, they, they would have to. And, again, this is all predicated on them not
0: making the playoffs next year. But if they decide that they're going to change coaches, it can't be a defensive guy. It has to be an offensive guy. And I think they have to get somebody who can almost teach them how to do it.
1: Yeah. You know exactly. what I
0: mean? Because they've not had any history of success under Woody Johnson, really. No. I mean, it's been a long time now. I mean, he's on the team for 20 years. Yeah. They had a little, you know, they had the run with the AFC Championship games obviously, but
1: I mean, those are those are fading pretty quick. I mean, it's it's really tough. It's really tough for that coaching staff because I'm telling you, if, if you get off to a slow start, it's, the pressure is going to even, it's going to be even bigger. If you start Gordon, if you start next season, one in four i oh, mean they're me. going to oh my
0: god you're done. one in four if they start oh and one larry the the the, the, the pitchforks <laughs> going to be out you know i mean it, it's just the way it is
1: you know i mean it's like oh that's it's it's you know what it's the business we've cho- they've Absolutely. chosen but it's it's tough to be you know the the pressure of and and of being starting out slow knowing that that this is a make it or break it year for you oh it's not not a whole lot of sleep, not sleepful sleep nights for, for that coaching staff next year. Absolutely.
0: Season. And you know what? When, if, it, if it does come to that, like we're all talking about Robert Sala, we're all talking about the head coach, Joe Douglas has got to be in there as well. Oh,
1: no, he's, he's got me in front of the line.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's got to be first and foremost. He chose the quarterback that put you in the spot. He chose the quarterback. He chose the <laughs> coach. It, the, what was the biggest issue when he came in the door? Ah, they got to fix the offensive line. Still all not three done. of those things are still completely up in the air. Still not done. Still not done. <laughs> It's like Man, building the know. Freedom Tower. It's taking
1: this long. I mean, jeez, Louise. <laughs> we'll continue the conversation next on 98.7 ESPN.
2: This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon
0: Damer on 98.7 ESPN.
3: Well, I think Daryl Bevel from Miami is an obvious candidate because he and Sala spent a few years. They know each other from Seattle. Sala was in Seattle when Bevel was running that offense. Bevel's had success as an offensive coordinator when he had Russell Wilson all those years. They were a top 10 offense for a few years in a row. He's now the quarterback coach slash passing game coordinator in Miami under mcdaniel so you know he was a similar type of offense so i think that'd be a fairly seamless transition and the other guy that salah knows from his past is nathaniel hackett you know they were together oh. in jacksonville and i <laughs> obviously he was a train wreck as a head coach but <laughs> now he didn't call plays in green right, right and Matt, but he was with yeah he was with rogers and Lafleur in green bay and as i mentioned he was with salah in jacksonville so there's a connection there so what would be the two most likely names
1: It's ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gordon. Larry. That's ritz who was home with Barton. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, that's not... That, that's Daniel not a,
1: Hackett. <laughs> yeah.
0: And he wasn't even the play caller in, in Greenback.
1: No. Oh, well,
0: God. Uh, are the Jets going to go out and get an offensive coordinator whose main uh, attraction is that he's going to be able to fix Zach Wilson? <laughs> Like is that what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna go get a new offensive coordinator, and one of his main responsibilities is to be worried about the the backup quarterback of the team.
1: That's an interesting question, Gordon, because I think that's got to be part of his job. Uh, it's not going to be the It's not going to be the major job. Obviously, the major job is working with the veteran quarterback who you're yes, bringing in here, absolutely, to 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 move the ball down the field. But clearly. They they have to do something with Zach Wilson unless they just go let him go. I mean, you know, listen. Well, look, he could be the there. And he, well, he could I, be there, I, I, but it's almost you know.
0: like he has to be. He has to pick it up,
1: right? Well, he's got yeah, because he's gonna be the backup. He's one play away from playing.
0: I think whoever they get as the offensive coordinator has to be in in mind with who they're gonna get as their starting quarterback. not Absolutely. you know, bringing Zach Wilson along. No, as, no, no, if, no. If, the, if that's even possible at this point,
1: yeah, it. It's part of the it's part of the job description, but it's not the priority. It's not the priority. The priority is getting this team in the end zone, because nobody nobody was able to consistently. I don't care who had quarterback last year. Nobody was consistently able to get them in the end zone, and that's why they lost. That's why they're sitting at home watching games like you and I are this weekend when they should be involved. I mean, Gordon, that I could think of. You could go through the rosters. Of quarterbacks in the NFL, and Gordon, if they had one of the guys who were backups, they'd be in the postseason.
0: Yeah, I mean they're, they 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 just uh, ran into the the Mike White injury really killed them. Um, the fact or that it saved got,
1: them, or it saved way? them in the long term.
0: In what way? Because they are not going to sign him to a long term yeah. deal. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I'm just talking about in the in, in the in the immediate time. If, if he had been Able to stay healthy and, and doesn't seem like he can stay healthy because mm-hmm. this is the second time it's kind of happened.
1: And the offensive line.
0: Yeah, and the offensive line. Um, that's what really
1: killed him. But,
0: you know, look, they, they decided to forego sticking with the young quarterback to make the playoffs mm-hmm. and then didn't make the playoffs. And it feels like they've kind of ruined the relationship with the, with the young quarterback as well in the process. I don't know. Well, I would not be concerned at all. If I were the Jets and I were Robert Sala or I were Joe Douglas, the last thing from my mind when I'm going out and looking for an offensive coordinator is, boy, how is he going to mesh with Zach Wilson?
1: It's the last thing on Robert Sala's mind, but it, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a big thing for Joe Douglas because he needs somebody to help mend this this mistake. That it looks like right now. So, for it's it's different for both people. For Robert Salah, you're absolutely right. Robert Sala is like, I want to win games, which is I'm why he benched him in the, the first place. Here. Right, that's why he benched him. I'm sorry, inactive. That's yeah. why he was inactive because he, like we can't win with this guy right now. I need to win games. My just that's my job description. I can't I can't go out there with this guy playing the way he's playing right now. I can't do it. How am I gonna win? And, plus, I'm losing the locker room. I mean, and, and Gordon, I mean, with the way that locker room was with the T-shirts, you can't bring Mike White back here if you're keeping Zach Wilson. You yeah, can't bring him I, I back. Wouldn't think
0: that, yeah, I wouldn't think that they, they're they off the hook with that one now uh, because he got hurt again and was not the answer. Um, but, um, look, uh, to me, Zach Wilson has to be such an afterthought. It, look, if you're going to keep him because he was the second pick and you think that you can still develop him, great. Mm-hmm. That is That's a... That's a long-term goal. They yes. got to be focused on the short-term goals, which is yes. getting into play. And and Woody Johnson didn't say it. He doesn't have to say it. Mm-hmm. We all know. We, we were already talking after the way they the season ended this year that the coach might get fired. What do you yeah. think is going to happen if it if it happens again next year?
1: Yeah, you can't I mean, lose sixteen years in a row. I mean, Gordon, with all due respect to Robertson, and once again, I think he's done a, he's done a nice job, a decent job. Okay. Coaches that lose six games in a row at the end of the season. I would love to keep their job. Yeah. I'd love to know. They they normally don't. You know, somebody had to pay, and I guess because the defense showed some signs of getting of of being better earlier in the season, even though they slumped near the end, but because they showed some signs of getting better, I think that helped him because you can see some you can see improvement in the team. Yeah, I know how I know they could only go up, but that hasn't been the case (laughs) all the time previously. So That's why he's still here. He gets one more chance. And I I also think he doesn't want to keep paying coaches, head coaches who aren't working for him.
0: Yeah. And look, I think you stick with the coach until you know for sure he's not the right guy. And I don't know for sure that Robert Sala is not the right guy. But Mm -hmm. they got a lot of things to – you know what the problem for Robert Sala is? They have a lot of things this offseason to do that he doesn't have really a hand in, right? Like he's not the guy who's going to be signing the quarterback. He's not going to be the guy who uh, necessarily approves the offensive coordinator – no. Nope. I think that that's an organizational decision. So, um yeah, it, it's he's kind of in a tough spot.
1: But he is the guy that's running that locker room and he's yep, got to look absolutely. at himself and see what went wrong in that locker room and what failed because Gordon the last from December on, that was a totally different team than the first month, two months of the season. It was a totally different team. Attitude-wise, the way they came out, how they started games, Playing lackadaisical. uh, Something happened. Something happened on the last month or two of this season that caused them to be in that situation. And it's not just the bad play of the quarterback. There was other things too that went on with coaching. And so whoever that new head, whoever that new offensive coordinator is, and Gordon, I bet you he's got he's also going to have head coaching experience because that's going to be you know that's going to be the idea of listen, (laughs) I've got your replacement standing right next to you. So we might remember that. And, and I think that's part of the, the whole thing is, okay, you got to have this team ready to play. He says, he said on the case show all the time, it starts with me. Well, you know what? It really does this year. you got to totally change what you've done. A lot of things got, went wrong, and he has to find out what it was.
0: Yeah, And a lot Just of things us. were
1: outside of his control, but the
0: yes. fact that the team did not show up in two must-win games at the end of the season between the Jaguars and the Seahawks game, that's not a great sign for the coach.
1: No. No, it's not. That means they. And it does kind
0: of feel like he allowed things to go on, Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of the quarterback and the t-shirts and all that type of stuff, uh, and then it kind of spiraled out of control.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he's just like what I say about quarterbacks: the things you can control, you got to control them. The things you can control, you got. And you know what, Gordon? He's got to do a better job with his coordinators. I mean, you're a defensive guy. Some of the defensive calls that Obrick made, I get it. I get the whole thing with Rex because Rex was that way. Oh, I don't like to look over. I didn't like to look over the shoulder of my coordinators because I didn't like the coordinators looking over my shoulder, the head coach looking over my shoulder what I was doing. It's your job. You're supposed to look over their shoulder. You're, you're the whole the whole thing is you. You're the whole show. You know, you have to. Yep. 1-800-919-3776. We'll take your calls next on 987 ESPN.
2: This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer
0: on 98.7 ESPN. The Superbox Bonanza! Harvey loves that sound effect. He does. He loves bringing that one out.
1: He does. I know. Now Harvey hung up on it. That sounds better than the second one. (laughs) It's ESPN New York Tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. Freddie Fitzsimmons at the top of the hour. Gordon, let's talk to the birthday boy. He's holding on. He's Trey from Brooklyn, Texas. He's next on ninety-eight-seven.
2: Good evening, fellas.
0: Happy birthday, Trey. How are you?
2: Thank you, G. Thank
0: what you. What is it? I Seventy-five, seventy-six. What? What year is it? Man,
2: this we ain't gonna start dropping no numbers on this airwaves, <laughs> G. <laughs> we, we. Hey, hey, let's let's just say. Let... You're throwing Trey off. When you get to his age, <laughs> you,
0: you you lose your train of thought very quickly.
2: <laughs> oh, nah, oh. hey, I'm telling you right now, man. If I I needed you. Uh, I needed Buddy Hackett and Nathaniel Hackett to blow them candles out on that cake today. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Nathaniel Hackett
0: to... might have got caught on fire with the way he did this year. <laughs> man. <laughs> I don't know if you want his help blowing out candles.
2: I, all I know, look, look, when I heard Rich Samini start laughing and he just kind of, yeah, man, oh, my God. That wasn't that was Hackett. me. <laughs> yeah, yo, I, I made the Buddy Hackett face when I heard Nathaniel Hackett's name, <laughs> you, and I oh and goodness. I know you probably I'm probably dating myself a little bit because these younger people are probably like who the hell is Buddy Hackett? That's
1: right.
2: Yeah. yeah, but it's cool. Um, what? But today is my birthday. I really appreciate all the the the, the well wishes and everything from everybody. Man, has been so cool. Man, like I'm a teenager, or something. I'm old, man. But I appreciate it, especially from Pop Dukes too. Um. Uh, th- this this is not just my birthday though Larry G. This is the last. this is the the anniversary of the last Jet Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Really? January 12, 1969. Wow. Cool. Wow. So, let's put that in perspective, man. We've been looking for a quarterback that long. Yeah. That's a long time. You know, I mean, um, uh, I I yeah it's hard to, yeah mhm mm-hmm. even for a, even for a dolphin fan right G
0: Yeah that's even a long time for it feels like that's how long it's been since uh the dolphins have had a playoff win not quite that long, just, but pretty just, close I'm just
2: saying G it's this this thing is rotting from the head down man and like the 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 coach that you guys are describing is Sean Payton you got to have mm-hmm. experience but the thing that we're missing that he needs to stir that drink is a quarterback Yeah we haven't well, – look, Look, I love Sean Payton to death, but we've never seen Sean Payton coach a team without a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's true. So, uh, he's not – and just like Larry keeps saying, Larry's been saying this for a long time because there's been a lot of Jet fans that wanted this man. Why would he come here? Money. And please – yeah, and please don't tell me Garrett Wilson. It's a great piece. He's a hell of a dynamic player. But it's going to take more than that. We need a quarterback. This is uh, this is maddening, man. This it really is dealing with, and it's, and you have to deal with Woody, right? And Woody's going to make knee jerk reactions. Bob is up in the front, of like I don't know what's going on. Just call me when y'all ready for me to coach. And just like y'all said, if these, if this man, if this squad starts off one and four, zero oh and five. Oh God, forget man! It. Oh, no, forget it. They they, they, if, they,
0: if they start out zero and five, it's over. It's over. They it's won't
2: done. get to zero and five. Yeah, no, they, they won't, won't get to that. zero and five. Yeah, that, yeah. Floor, Floor and Park will be fire park. It won't. It ain't gonna work. And, and that would be crazy.
1: That- and that would be crazy, Trey. And thanks for thanks for the call, my friend. Enjoy the rest of your birthday. That would be crazy because normally you got to be like Nathaniel Hackett to lose your job in the middle of the season, Gordon. Yeah. In the NFL, they just don't do that. It's very rare. It's yeah. Very rare. But look, I think the Jets are, yeah. are a talented team. Yeah, they um, are. They have some pieces.
0: Yeah, and, and, and look, I don't know who they're going to get at quarterback. I feel confident in whoever they get, it's going to be better than what they had. Yeah, man. That's a... Now, it might not be the long-term solution. It might mm-hmm. not have the ceiling that you want to, to win a Super Bowl or have a deep playoff run, but they have to, it, 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 here's the thing. If they can't go out this offseason and find a quarterback that can win them games, well, then forget about the season. Joe Douglas should be fired right then and there. Yeah. Yep. You have to be able to go out and find a somebody who can play quarterback at a fairly acceptable level. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be the the a the, uh, Super Bowl winning guy or it's going to lead you to the Super Bowl. But yet you, know, you could throw a dart out a window and be able to find somebody who better than played it this year. Yeah. Yeah. And there's more than enough options. No No like, question. I don't think Derek Carr is is great, but Derek Carr would be a whole lot better,
1: right? Yeah, and we know he's not coming back because he already said goodbye. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't don't think he's great, but he Mm -hmm. would certainly be far better than anything they've had here. Yeah. Um, You know, if, if those two guys say, no, we're definitely not coming, then you might have to get a little bit more creative. Yeah. But. You have to be able to go out there and find somebody who can play the, and you know they can play the position. It's not yes. that they're coming in and and maybe if this is right or we feel good about this moving forward. This is a long term. No, it's about right now. The house is on fire.
1: Yeah, you gotta put it out. It's no question, no question about it. Terry's in Bay in uh, Bayside. Terry's next on ninety eight seven ESPN.
3: A little cold to be in the bay, but I'm in Bayside, which is beautiful. Uh, how's it going, guys? Great show as usual. Um, the thing is, uh, Joe Namath, January 12th. I'm the only one to ask Joe Namath on the air one time on this station. You know, the other guy would have started that game. We would have won it, and Joe Namath just said, "We want. We would have won. We had a pre-dawn good defense that year." pretty darn good running game to go with that passing game. Joe Willie is Joe Willie. And um, the thing is, the one thing about this generation, generation and a half, all the very good, really very good to great quarterbacks most of them won the Super Bowl. Not a lot of generations. You had some really good quarterbacks that did not win a Super Bowl, but it's you know unless you want to count like a guy like Rivers, he didn't win it. But most of the really good guys and the great guys, they they walked away with the Super Bowl at least once or twice. And then we know Brady just about owns the darn thing. Um, the Giants, uh, I I call him Brian the Bull One. I, I like what he's done with this team. Um, I think he'll, I'm not worried because you'll have the team ready for for the, for the playoff game for that wild card game and that's all i want i'm a giant fan i don't look at odds i don't look at this i don't measure what quarterback could throw the ball farther or run faster i my giants going to win uh, the wild card game decided that's the way i that is the way i look at it i have no other uh, way of of dealing with it i don't care about it you can put money on it no money on it i don't care giants going to win they got Brian the bold one at the helm. Well, and I'll say this Terry,
1: and, thank, and thanks for the phone call. Um that's how you should look at it if you're a Giants fan. You should look at it like my god, my team's going to win. My yep. team's the better team today. My team's going to win. We got we, we got we're well coached. Like you made the point. They're a well coached team. Gordon, they they are going they have is they have they have a very good chance of winning this game on the road on Sunday. And that's how you should look at it if you're a Giants fan. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I, I, I think the Giants are going to win. It worries me a little bit. A little bit. Everyone thinks the
1: Giants are going to win. All right. If, if you have. a
0: I mean, there's going to be a big downer for the Giant fan. If, you, if everybody thinks they're going to win and then you don't win, it doesn't change the season. The season's still a success, but that's mm-hmm. going to be a pretty big downer because you thought you were going to be able to not just get to the playoffs, but win a game. And and you have you'd have to say you probably have the easiest opponent in the NFC.
1: Would you put shekels on this game? I might I might dabble in this game with the Giants. Yeah, really? absolutely. Yeah, I like that. I really? like the Giants. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Even though what you just said that it bothers you that everybody's picking them,
0: it does bother me a little bit. But look, I mean, there's never a game where you feel a hundred percent.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. You
0: don't want to feel a hundred percent because when you feel a hundred percent, then you know you're
1: going to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Alfonso's in Hawthorne. Alfonso, you're next on 98.7. How are you guys doing? Hey, Alfonso. What's going
4: on? I'm a, I'm a happy Jets fan. I happy mean, Jets. I don't like the way they ended the season, but they had a lot of improvement this year. Their defense is really good, even though the defense let us down sometimes in the at, at the end of the season. But we had a, a big improvement this year. We had a chance to win almost 11 games. And I think they're going crazy over our quarterback. He's 22 years old with no offensive line. What do you really expect him to do? And when Brees Hall went down and Barrett Tucker went down, that was it. He didn't have that that safety net of giving the ball to Brees Hall. I mean, if you see the Pittsburgh game, the Buffalo game, both games, he brought us back on drives to win the game. And nobody talks about this stuff. It's, uh, I, I'm very frustrated as a, a as a Jets fan that people are so negative on the
0: team. Well, they well, lost six in a row. I mean, to end yeah, the season, that's, Alfonso. That's the what problem. are we supposed to be doing?
1: Yeah, that, that's the issue, Alfonso. Thanks for the phone call. I hear what you're saying, and see, and this, this is this is nitpicking, Gordon. But you could argue that they won those games, and listen, he was five and two. But they won those games with him not really having to do a lot. Yep. Absolutely. He, they won those games with defense and with Bryce Hall. That's how they won those games. Yep. I mean, think about this, Gordon. They didn't even throw the ball to Garrett Wilson for the first four or five games of the season. Yeah. He was not even in the – they wouldn't even throw They're the ball. They are winning games, and, and Elijah Moore is asking for a trade. I mean, you're, you're, the guys who you—I mean—you expected Elijah Moore to be a major, a major contributor on this team this year. Yeah, based on what you saw from him year. last year.
0: Very disappointing year, no question about it. And look, here's the thing: as, as a Dolphin fan, is not a Jet fan. I, I hope you're right. I hope that they go and they stick with Zach Wilson next year, give him another <laughs> chance, bring back Brees Hall, bring back Vera Tucker. Go into the year. You know what? Zach is our guy. We're going to give the full confidence of, uh, of, of the organization behind him starting week one, and we're going to ride him all the way to the end of the season. Do it. I, I'm, I'm all in favor of it.
1: Woody Johnson said he's ready to break the bank on the quarterback. No, right. they're, not, they're not doing Zach Wilson. <laughs> Please. Yeah, he, he brings
0: up good points. I think, that they, I think he brings up good points. they got to get Brees Hall back. And
1: absolutely. Even when Vera Brees Tuck Hall was there and they were winning games, Zach Wilson was still a bad quarterback. He yeah. was still like the lowest-rated quarterback. They were winning in spite of him. Absolutely. That's what they were doing. And listen, I you as a Jet fan, you can love him. It's okay. Yep, it's absolutely. okay. He should be the starter, Larry. I think You no. made very
0: good points. No, you know, no. you go out. You don't need – do what do you need? You need Derek Carr. You need uh, Jimmy Gray. Oh, those guys aren't great. Zach Wilson was the second pick in the draft for a reason. Stick with him. Gordon? Way to go.
1: Neither yeah. neither Carr or Garoppolo have been inactive twice in one season in their careers.
0: Well no, Carr was inactive for the last two
1: games of the regular season. Like I said, twice in one season in their careers. Neither one of them have been inactive. Twice in one season in their career.
0: No, they turned the bat they turned the page on Carr for the last two games. He was inactive yeah. for the last two games. Yeah. Oh, you mean another
1: season where he did that? Uh, two, co- twice yeah. in one season, two yeah. separate times in one season. This was really the same thing because well, they're
0: not going to pay Buck, him. I mean, if you like the weapons that the Jets have, I'm yes. telling you right now, if you had Derek Carr as your quarterback, I'm not telling oh. you Derek Carr's great. No. But Derek Carr with those – now, I will say on the other side of it, Derek Carr had a lot of weapons with the Raiders. He did. I, you know what? The more I'm thinking about it, I think we got to stick with Zach Wilson, Larry. I like the idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How many thousand could, with the weapons the Jets have, mm. could Derek Carr throw for 4,000 yards?
0: Yeah, I think he could. Yeah. <laughs> now, he's not a great uh, bad no. weather quarterback, so uh-huh. that would be a little bit of an issue. I, I think the guy is going to be Garoppolo. I think so. Like, I have a list of free agent possibilities. Oh, do you? Yeah. So why don't we, uh, we, why don't we run them down and you say which ones you would accept as, a,
1: as an answer and which ones you wouldn't accept. We'll do that when we come back here on 98.7 ESPN.
2: This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.
0: Let's run down some names. We'll start with the ones that are the least likely. Okay. okay. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens. Obviously, that would be great
1: if the Jets I keep hearing win. his name
0: the, the Ravens they'll, they'll, they'll no, franchise him but. for the right no. absolutely the, the, the odds of him shaking free are probably five percent and the odds that he ends up with the Jets are a lot lower than that absolutely uh, Aaron Rodgers that would obviously be a great fit I think right mm-hmm. I mean yep. a guy who comes in right away can basically call the plays himself nobody would have a problem and with that. would <laughs> yeah Oh, no, absolutely would yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Um, now that would be a little bit of the, the Brett Favre 2.0. Yeah, true. But I don't think that people would have a problem with that. All right. Then you get to the, the more likely scenarios, Derek Carr. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Would you, if I told you right now, you don't know how this is going to go, but would you sign for Derek Carr as the Jets next quarterback? Yes. Uh, You would. Okay. Uh, I would. Um, would you sign for Jimmy Garoppolo as the Jets next quarterback, not knowing anything else?
1: A little concerned about his injury history, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yes,
0: I would sign him. He's, a, he's an upgrade. Okay. Tom Brady is going to, it seemed like, be looking for a new team next year. I think that he, even at the age of 45, is less likely than uh, – I, I just could never imagine Tom Brady being a Jet.
1: He's but not going to th- be a would Jet. Would you
0: take a flyer? Because here's the idea. You get Tom Brady for a year, He he, he gets to – Zach Wilson, you want to develop him? Who better to put him with than you know greatest quarterback of all time? Mm-hmm. Sign for that, right?
1: No, I wouldn't mm-hmm. sign. For that. You would not sign for Tom Brady. No, no, not behind this offensive line. He'd be dead after week
0: one. <laughs> would, now I don't know that he would sign, but you wouldn't sign. Strange. No,
1: right. no, I don't, I'm, I'm dumb. I don't want to see Tom Brady anywhere.
0: All right, at least uh, in all the
1: green and white.
0: What about if the Lion? Now I don't think they would do this. But there was some talk coming into this year, Lions would be looking for a quarterback after this year, and maybe they would move Jared Goff. Would you have
1: any interest in Jared Goff? Uh, I, depending on what I have to give up for him, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'd, okay. I'd make a phone call. Okay. And
0: then after call. that, there's, I mean, it, it gets very hard to find any answers. Jacoby Brissett, you want See, him as your now, starting
1: quarterback? I heard him. Who, who was on Barton Hahn talking about him today? Um, it was one of the, I can't, I can't remember. It was one of the, um, Nikovich, Thank you. Harvey. Uh-huh. Rob Nikovich mentioned him as a possible solution for the Jets today on Barton on. I don't know. Yeah. That, that's not know. the
0: guy when my job's on the line. I'm sorry. Uh, Jacoby Brissett would not be the call. I'm no, making.
1: no. See, Gardner Minshew. Uh, no, I, I, I'm not, I'm not,
0: I'm not banking my job on Gardner Minshew. I can't do that. Mm-mm. Teddy Bridgewater.
1: No, can't do that. No, injury issue.
0: can't do uh, it. Mike White?
1: Uh, but Yeah, but then I, I got to get rid of Zach Wilson. Right. I can't, I can't, <laughs> yeah, I can't keep all the same things together. I can't and that's keep, basically no, I can't the list. Not. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of
0: names on it.
1: Yeah, but they're not realistic.
0: No. They're not realistic. I mean, the more you think about it, it there has to be Garoppolo or Carr.
1: And if they don't get those two, boy, they're going to be in trouble. Oh, and they're going to be in trouble, Gordon. Yeah, that is. It's going to be a rough one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be. Tom one. Brady, your starting
0: quarterback. 46 oh. year forty-six-year-old Tom Brady. Oh. <laughs> that would be the year. Like that
1: one year he got hurt on the first play. Yeah, that yeah. would be, and it would be that this, would be the year number yeah. two. Here comes Listen, Zach Wilson. Gordon, have a great, uh, do a great job tomorrow as always. Have a great show on Saturday. I'll see you, you Monday, too. my friend.
0: All right, Larry. Sounds good.
1: That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York tonight. Harvey Julian, thank you very much. Freddie and Fitz next. 98.7 ESPN.